Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to share with you about the Wally phone case. You know we've been partnered with Wally for a long time and avid fans from the beginning. We love it. It is so practical and functional for the busy mom. You can hold your cards, license, credit card in the back with a loop for your finger to hold on tight and even be able to scroll, look, or put it up as a stand for a show for the kids. We love the leather detail and design. And oh, they have so many fun new prints for each season. And they're at a price point, really, you can justify buying a new one here and there or when you like the new prints for sale. So head on over to wallycases.com. That's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And then at checkout, use our promo code MOMVOICE for 15% off your purchase. And again, that's wallycases.com. Use our promo code MOMVOICE for 15% off. And that breaks down to being about $30 a case. You can't beat it. All right, let's get going. Okay, Lauren, when this episode goes live, it is going to be 2023. I can't even believe. Wow. 23. 2023. Quick question. Do you say 20 whatever or 2000 whatever? No, I say 2023. You do. Or I like, think, don't you feel like most people do? Yeah, I guess 2021, 2021, 2020. I know that's a good question. I guess like since 2020, I have said the 20s, but I would say before that, I wasn't saying 2019. Mm-hmm. I was saying 2019. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Yeah, I was you, doing 2019. Yeah, yeah 2000. I a little bit of both. 50 yeah, 50. Yeah. Just kind of rolled off the tongue. So weird. Well, we're going to go with 2023. It well, sounds better. Funny about calendars is I know I sent you that thing that I saw on Instagram about how Christmas will not land on a Sunday yes. for 11 more years. I know that seems weird. And I was like, that was weird. So I like scrolled through my calendar um, because I, I, I saw that. One day. So seven days. Right. Exactly. Seven so years. That's exactly it. And so I scrolled to my calendar to verify that because someone had posted that and I thought it was interesting slash sweet. So I was like, okay. You're and fact-checking this. I was Instagram. fact-checking this <laughs> and it is true. And I don't understand why though. I mean, clearly there must be a leap year in there, but even so that wouldn't explain it to being like an extra three years off no. or four years off or whatever. That's like super weird. So I'm like, if anyone knows why and has the time to actually research this, let that's us bizarre. know. So, and the fact is, that's what it was. It's Christmas landed on a Sunday. And for a lot of people, that's really special and significant, just being Christ's birth and Christmas. And we read, and I shared it with all my friends and family, that Christmas, again, would not land on a Sunday for another 11 years. And that is true, according to the calendar. I just don't understand why. It bounces around. Come like year six or seven from now, it starts bouncing around from like Friday back to Wednesday. Then it goes Thursday, Friday. Saturday, then to Sunday. It's like really? weird how it bounces. And I don't know if that would be the leap year that like throws it all off. I don't, I don't know. know. I just know my birthday is one day ahead every year. Right. So like and if I had it people, on a Friday. I know most everything is. It's going to be Saturday. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And most everything is. Yeah. Like my birthday was a Friday last year. So this yeah. year's going to be a Saturday. Yeah. And then next it's going to be, oh, boring Sunday or whatever. Yeah, that's so bizarre. I'm so going to go research know. that. I know. It's weird. How funny. Well, Christmas came and went. Man. Wow. Came with a fury and man, that so many so things. I was about to say fury. That <laughs> word. I literally almost came out of my mouth. Well, you know how yeah, we it are. was. It was just like, whoa, like head spinning. It, I don't even know how we're here at New Year's oh again. Gosh, I know. And I'm feeling very little motivation to set any goals. Like, oh. not even funny. I'm so burned out of like, I don't even know what I'm burned out over because mine has not been near as busy as yours. But I, I just don't feel like super rejuvenated. Like, let's yeah. go set a bunch of goals right. for right. 2023. <laughs> I know. Maybe it will come around like fall break or 
fall break. Listen yeah. to me. Winter break is like extra long this year. So maybe once we're back into the routine of things, like we'll feel a little bit like kickstarted, but I know what you mean. And I'm I dragging. Do, I agree that like during, after winter break, there's always that downtime. Yes. Like you don't have many holidays. You know what I'm saying? Like that up leading up to spring break, I would say is our downtime in the year, Absolutely. just in general. So I'm kind of welcoming that. That will yes. be awesome. And we were just talking about this. And I think I say this every year, but George, George is always like, oh, Christmas is over. It's just kind of boring after this for a while. And we always think that, but it still just creeps by so quick. And so we know it's Valentine's, sports, spring, and then after baseball. break, you have like weeks and school's winding down. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm like, I, you know, I don't, I, yeah, exactly. I don't mind that the holidays have passed and it kind of, we get to breathe for a minute and even though I think I'm going to breathe and it's going to be okay and chill for a minute, it just, just picks up There's so quick. There's always things. Cause yeah. we were talking earlier, like our kids are just getting older and bigger and schedules and activities. And like, man, there is just so many different things, directions, all of it. So I know we'll see. We're, we always say this though, we're going to be less busy this month. And then it's like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Before we go any further, though, we do want to chat with you about Beehive Mills. We mentioned this on our past two episodes, previous two episodes, and Lauren and I have been trying them out, and it's been a lifesaver over the holiday. Oh, totally. We were just joking about the lull of after Christmas before New Year's and when we literally didn't know what day of the week it was. I think we were like grocery lists for like three weeks or three weeks, three days. It felt like three weeks, three days. I mean, it was great just to have them in the freezer. I could pull them out to kind of thaw out through the day, pop it into the crock pot a few hours before dinner and done. Like dinner was ready and it actually was a quality good meal to serve after all the junk. Beehive Mills is a meal prep service that prepares and delivers freezer mills straight to your front door. Super quality raw ingredients are vacuum sealed into a bag, which allows them to be stored, wait for this, up to six months. I know. And I love that. And I love that it's in the crock pot. You don't have to heat up the house with the stove. And I'm never a big fan of the microwave. It's just such a better nutritional balanced cook like cooking cook job in the crock pot. It just always tastes so much better. You're going to get the credit mom for like a legit home cooked meal. And they have no idea. And they have no (laughs) idea. I've been loving the menu that we've had this month. I have personally done the barbecue pork and I got the Hawaiian rolls with sliders and my kids absolutely loved them. And what I can say about their meals is that they're all kid friendly and they can be served in a lot of different ways. So like their barbecue chicken is famous for like you can put it on a sandwich or a salad or pizza or all kinds of different things. And it's easy to just like add a side of vegetables or with a salad. And it really makes like a full blown meal and can feed, you know, anywhere from four to like eight mouths, depending the size of package that you buy. We love the service. We really do want you to head over right now and check it out. It's beehivemills.com, just like it sounds, beehivemills.com. And at checkout, make sure to enter our code THEMOMVOICE for 5% off your total order. That works out to be about $10, depending on which mills you get. But it's a great savings, great quality. Let them take the work out of meal prep. So today we're going to dive into like an interesting subject that we've never touched on here on the podcast. But I do think really everyone is touched by this subject in one way or the other, if it's personally or a child or a family member. But we wanted to dive in and talk about ADHD and kind of like our experiences with it, what what we know about it and and what to look for maybe in your own child or maybe even yourself if you're kind of dealing with certain different things. Absolutely. And full disclaimer, we are no (laughs) psychologists. We're no doctors. We're no doctors or have zero certification or qualification to be talking about this. Other than I feel like I have a little bit of experience with it. Yeah. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, Not so much in my children, but me personally. And yeah, so let's dive right in. So right before we went live on the mic, Lauren says to me, but wait, what is the difference between ADD and ADHD? And like, I thought I knew, but we went to the Google and the Google told us that ADD is an outdated term. They don't use it anymore. So who knew? Who knew? And that's the thing. We probably grew up with ADD um, in our generation. And so kind of, I would assume ADHD is a more intense or extreme case of it, but really no, 
Yeah. ADD, this is an outdated term. They don't use it anymore. Now, if a person is diagnosed with this, it's ADHD, all yeah. the same. Exactly. And you can have that hyperactive characteristic or you cannot, but the H is still lumped in there with the diagnosis. So let's just start off with, let's look at it from the perspective of a parent and a child. Okay. What are some things to kind of look for if you're wondering about ADHD, if your child might could have it? Again, these uh, there are lots of things that I would assume I know, but I'm going to go off of a list really quick, off yeah. of an MD list. But then a lot of these I kind of assumed, but maybe not all of them. Yeah. Um, seems distracted, seems not to listen, has trouble paying attention, not following directions well, needs uh, many reminders to do things, shows poor effort in schoolwork, or has trouble getting organized. Totally. I think also I want to jump in. See, this is how ADD I am. Oh right. my gosh, my brain, you guys. It just bounces all over the place. I also wanted to say, I think there's a fine line, and Lauren have talked about, we have talked about this privately, that I do feel like sometimes things are overly diagnosed. Well, you I know guess, what I mean? Absolutely. In today's world, when we have just so much knowledge and education, and there's just kind of like a label for everything, I think it's very easy for a parent to just want to like, fix the problem, label the situation, understand what's going on. And we just quickly jump to that. It's a diagnosis. It's something more than we totally. think it is. And really, sometimes it's just a, a phase or they're overly tired or whatever. They're going through a growth spurt or, or hormone right. changes. Or it's or, a skill they need to learn. Yeah. And it's an opportunity to teach them how to focus better or get organized and use these skills. Yeah. So but, in no way, we we don't want you to like hear this list and be like, oh gosh, crap. My that's kids, my kid. That's, that's my me. Kid because, like, uh, that's my husband. Like oh, anything. Gosh. Yeah. Because I feel like in the days we live in the day of like WebMD where any symptom, gosh, you can have cancer tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? Like you go Absolutely. Google your symptoms and like Lauren said, there's just too much information now. And all of our kids, let's be real, are going to have some all of, these, of these, all of these symptoms all of these. at some time. And we just described a child. Let's oh, yeah. be real. Totally. Like those are all things that all kids do. Yeah. And it's up to us as parents to obviously help educate and mold them. But then sometimes with all of our efforts and all, and you see them trying so hard, yeah. there's still a problem. Yes. And it's really good to be able to understand like what's going on within yeah. their little head and how we could help. Yeah, exactly. And so while we, while I give that little caveat, I also want to give the caveat that I believe in medicine. I think we are so blessed to live in a time where mental health is taken seriously and we have the resources that we do between doctors and therapists and, you know, school people who intervene and help our children. I think that's so awesome. So, yes. So Lauren just kind of described some symptoms. If your child is ADHD, I assume you probably might have a hint at it. Like, we all know our children. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. And I do think that that goes with like any type of mental type thing. Like, you just kind of know what your child, their demeanor is, what right. is some things they're struggling with. Maybe they've always kind of been an insomniac, not really slept very well. Or, you know, I'm just trying to think through like maybe a more anxious child, like they just have very anxious tend tendencies or something like that. And I, we found this article that has a few tips that I actually really liked because, I mean, sometimes it can feel very overwhelming or when you think something is wrong with your child or something out of your control. So how to kind of, kind of gain your focus and gain like some like ground on how to help your child because more than anything, we want them to feel like a normal, successful child and we want them to succeed. So the first one was set firm limits with respect. And this one is kind of describing a child with ADHD every day wakes up just almost immediately overstimulated between sounds or touches or, um, you know, things they're seeing or hearing. So it's really important for them to have a clear expectation for their day and kind of some boundaries of what to what they need to do to succeed that day. Even from the start of the morning, if that's maybe a checklist to get your morning going, do X, Y, and Z um, to maybe after school with homework and what you expect and just really setting those boundaries so that they can feel accomplished and good and really understand where to focus and then when to relax and have some fun. I totally Love that. And I think that this mom who wrote this article, she made a really great point of kind of pointing out that 
if you're not a parent who has ADHD, like your child, and it is genetic, I think a lot of it is genetic. So, but she does point out that like the world that they kind of live in might not be your world. Right. And how I forget the exact phrase that she used, but I loved it. They, okay. So she said the left brain world they live in constantly nags at them to sit still, be quiet and go with the flow while their nervous system is propelling them to move, make noise and speak their bright minds. So she's saying like in the the cultural world that we live in, it is especially in school systems today and like, you know, we're standing in lines, we're following, taking a turn. We're like, you know, to, what right, I mean? right. even at Disneyland or yes. somewhere like that, like there's lots of lines and waiting and rules and all of that. So I do love that where she kind of just says like, don't assume that they view the world the exact same that you do, which is yes. what you said. Yeah. Yes. And I love that. I The left brain. And you think about that. And that's really it's actually I mean, that's hard to hear that their 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 mind is working against their body and how overwhelming that can be, you know? Yeah. And so I I, I love that that perspective is like, OK, you have to understand that they process things differently than maybe the average kid and how to work with that. Um, I love the number, the second one, focus on collaboration over control. And even those two words, collaboration over control, that, it's really powerful. And sometimes as parents, it's really hard to give up the control. Big time. Right. Yeah. We want them to understand and like how it goes and we're in charge. But the collaboration of like two of us working together to find that common ground and understand each other. Um, so she kind of mentions here that kids... Um, you know, with ADHD can't always go with the flow. They kind of have their own flow. They're kind of these free spirits in a way. They kind of think of things differently. But if we can include them in some discussion and some ideas and even strategies on how to help calm down and use that energy in the right way, there's a lot more ownership in that. And they take a little more accountability for that. I love that. And I think with right in there is like, appreciating what they bring to the table, like make building totally. up their confidence, like their view, their all of that, like bring all of their views to the table and focus on their strengths. That's one of her points here is they very much need to be reminded of their unique gifts, their unique strengths. And then I love the point that she makes here of like your vibes, they will feed off of your vibes pretty much like modeling calm behavior, modeling like good energy and like giving them that good self-esteem, it will like pay off dividends in their future. Because let's be real, honestly, probably some of the most successful people are ADHD. I have read I mean, that. Yeah. Their brains are just constantly working and they're probably so bright and they're so propelled to keep going and going and and it brings in that hyperactiveness that they just have some dedication that not the average person has. So this is where I'll share my story. <laughs> Good segue, Lauren. So I, funny enough, never in a billion years throughout my, up until my mid thirties, never, ever, ever would have classified me with ADHD. Would yeah. you have? No, no. Like I, never. I, no, I wouldn't have either, but you do have like a really like you have a great drive and you you are you're one of those successful people that has just a dedication to something that can just keep going and so and i guess when you peel back those layers you can see that as like a hyper focus like hyper drive like you're just ready to go yeah it's crazy and like always having a million different projects right. projects never things going yeah. you got so but i wasn't that traditional list i would say i wasn't the child who was acting up in class or who couldn't listen or i would almost say i was a very obedient child right. kind of a very passive child but i always struggled with kind of Depression, anxiety here or there, especially like towards my teenage years, whatever. So in my mid 30s here, whatever, I started having like a lot of anxiety again, like bizarre. And I know COVID happened and like whatever, but it was like getting to the point of like, I'm not sleeping. I feel like my hormones are off. I'm seeking out hormone doctors. I'm like, I just am feeling like a constant uneasiness like right. nothing is life is not fun anymore I'm on hyperdrive all the time like it's true like anxiety okay to the point where I like I won't even go into that but went to a hormone doctor that even screwed me up more I come out of it like 
holy crap, I need to go see like a psychiatrist, like someone like it has to be mental at this point. You know, I've done all the tests, all the blood work, all the right. And so um, I go into a psychiatric nurse practitioner and I did all my homework. I got referrals. I actually like hit it off with her really quick. Very first meeting, Lauren, I go in there for anxiety and I'm just telling her about my life. And I'm like, you know, this and that, I'm doing this and blah, 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 blah. Literally after the first 30 minutes, she stops me down and she goes, has everybody, has anybody ever told you that you might be ADHD? And you guys, I'm not even kidding. I was like offended. Yeah. I'm not, I, I was like blown away out of nowhere. She drops that on me. And I was like, what? No, like, no, because I think you do have all these stereotypes of what Stigmas. that means. Yeah, totally. And she was like, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But what you're describing here and probably literally her having a 30 minute conversation with me and how my brain freaking works. She's probably like, holy crap. Yeah. You know, as I ping pong over different subjects. So it was enlightening to say the least. And she was like, well, I want you to, you know, I want you to think about this before we come back. And girl, like from the time of my first meeting to the second, I saw saw things. It's like you see yourself for what you really are. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like these yes. glasses came the off. rose-colored glasses. Or I'm I kidding. just had LASIK surgery and I can see the detail on the leaves. Like it is bizarre. It was crazy. And but dare I and so now it's like a joke. Jeremy and I joke because I literally am just so ADHD. But it's funny, not funny, but like I remember around that time, you took a long time for you to tell me that. I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you you really like sat in that for a while. I was like hurt. I couldn't believe it. it. Yeah, Sarah, I think she felt very like Yeah. Great. One more thing. Well, not even one more thing, but yeah, you felt labeled. You felt like you were stuck with that label of what you thought it was. And that is the thing. I think we need to overcome the label because honestly, but now that you do, you do see it clearly. You can also understand, though, that has probably been some of your brightest, best gifts. And the more because of your successes and all of it, you've used it for such good. Totally. And that's what, like, again, seeing her more, staying on top of it, learning more about it has been invaluable because, yes, a lot of very successful people, because what happens is you set unrealistic expectations, you get your hands in 9,000 different things, and nothing ever gets the attention that it needs. Nothing ever gets finished. And so that's what can start leading to anxiety. And I can remember back in college, back in you know, that time of my life where I would be so like busy in things between friends or church or dance or whatever, like I would like freak out. My test would be coming up at school and I haven't studied like I should. And like the anxiety that that induces, do you know what I mean? Right. And so it's funny, I can look back now and totally see it, but I'm definitely yeah, it just looks so different in so many different people. Right. I don't know. And it does. It's so it does. funny. And especially from a child to an adult. Yeah. But now I think you can look at it with perspective of like using the tools that you have oh, and yeah. knowing how to handle the situations oh, yeah. to keep yourself under control and at bay that like you don't need to feel well, the and- anxious, overworked, overstressed mode. And it's still like. It's like just understanding what you're dealing with. Like, it's not this guessing game anymore. It's not like, it's like, okay, yeah. I understand why this is happening. Why you feel this way. I get it now. Okay, that means I need to pull back. This, This Instagram post that I just spent three hours on. Actually, I shouldn't have really spent three hours on it. And it doesn't matter. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. There's actually, like, it's little things like when you see the big picture you can be like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand why I'm feeling anxious now. Absolutely. And then you start to peel away like the things that aren't the essential. Unnecessary things. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that is going to be like success for you guys. That's going to be joy and happiness and being able to find more peace yeah, with it all. Exactly. And so it is, it, even though it is, you know, a label or whatever, that actually can bring a lot of truth oh, to things. I think with anything, that's why I am. I will never speak negatively about mental health or medicine in general because I just want to know what I'm dealing with. Absolutely. Because I do think like 
our bodies are flawed and, you know, they're under more stress than they've ever been in, like throughout human history. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, I do think we're dealing with a lot of factors. Parenting's hard, work, everything costs so much money, like everything. There are just so many factors. So many things. I just want to know what I'm dealing with. And it's just, I, it, for me, it is so comforting, but I just had, yeah, I just had to laugh because it just caught me. For someone who, dare I say, I think I'm pretty self-aware, so unaware. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like no. I died, you guys. Oh, I'm and not I think even you kidding. are self-aware, but I think like, oh my that's gosh. so interesting. No, the fact she just listened and chatted with you for a little bit, is there a way beyond just like examples and conversation to actually prove ADHD is Is there tests and things I did not do the actual test like it was a full it was a different so yeah yeah just like questions like brain scans like what are we talking about I don't know I would have to have somebody come on and talk about it yeah but no she purely like was just speculating, I think, based on the conversation with but me. But fascinating Holy that they crap. can just see that so clearly. And thank goodness, because oh then gosh. right there you had an answer. I and know. good for you for continuing to seek out, you know, you knew something didn't feel totally clear and right. It so wasn't. you kept persisting and you found an answer. And, and that's still, huge. It's like nothing is a quick fix at all in right, life. Right. Nothing is, be it our weight be it our mental health, like our spirituality. Nothing is like a quick fix in life. Anything worthwhile is going to take some refinement and take some time. And so I'm still like doing that because let's be real, like you get in your patterns of behavior. An adult's no different than a child. Like you, it's hard. It is hard to like slow down, stop yelling, be present. It's hard. Like I can see myself now like, in the height of that craziness, like I wasn't being the best mom I could be. And that's one of the biggest things that says, um, as you start reading like parenting and all of that is like, if you do have ADHD, like maybe address it if you need to, or kind of get some skills, learn how to cope a little bit because you're not going to be the parent like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to totally. be your best self. You're not self. your best self. You're yes. not going to be present enough. You're going to be yes. ping-ponging. You're going to be more irritable. You're going to be more anxious, like all of that stuff. And I'm still not the Zen person, you guys, at all. But I do feel like I'm able to kind of like put some healthy boundaries around things where I know it's going to set me up for like a little more success than if I just go full out on everything. Does that make sense? Well, and even just... So last week, talking very briefly about Twitch and just mental health for a hot second, ADHD kind of is in its own category. But like, I think it all feeds into one thing of like understanding these emotions or these feelings or these stresses, because then it propels and snowballs into other things. And so being able to handle that and recognize it is In a minute, it does, you guys. People start self-medicating to calm down. To calm down or to focus or to, you know, get a job done or I'm on on a deadline. And so they really start to freak out. And and there's so many things to self-medicate with now. Oh, I was going negative. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm saying, like, get in front of it as a parent. Like, Like, look at it as the... The nerve, like, because I do know that I would say it's crunchy. I feel crunchy. Like, that's how I would feel inside. Okay. Just kind of like heightened and tight and like, you know what I mean? And just don't let that go too long. I loved this. This was the fourth thing listed and like this ties right into it's connection before correction. And I thought this was really, really great. Children with ADHD spend more time in a state of high emotional arousal And it refers to a part here that says stress hormones surging through their brains in an overactivated, okay, how do you say this? Amygdala? Amygdala. Amygdala. Oh my gosh. Amygdala. Oh, you guys, I have had more, not fun, but I think in another life, here's another tangent, Lauren. I think you all are going to go back now and listen to our old episodes. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. I just did it again. Literally. I just did it. You're all going to see me for who I am now. You're going to be like, holy crap, the ADD-ness is showing up big time. No, but I have had so much fun or interest in learning about the brain. There's so much cool stuff out there now. Well, 
The amygdala being a part of it. Okay, that's it. And it says here, guess what calms and deactivates the emotional arousal of our right brains? Close, connected relationships with caregivers. A strong connection with an adult has been shown in studies of kids with ADHD to improve a child's behavior and and mitigate negative effects such as suicide rates, school suspensions, rates of depression, and boost childhood mental health in general. Exactly. Huge. And so like, as an example, I think what they're talking about is like, if you're seeing a lot of like misbehaving in school or acting out or not listening, like again, they're not fitting in the box that you see the world to be, right? And you're not you're busy. We get it. Like I'm, I'm busy. I don't, I'm not always this perfectly present mom. Who's like looking at everything and the big picture of life, right? You're busy. You're going throughout your days and you're like, Oh my gosh, just, you know, let, let's go get it together. Blah, blah, blah. But right? sometimes it's like, yeah, slow down, like try to connect with them, take them aside, remove them from a situation. If right. they're overwhelmed, if like, you know what I mean? Like focus one-on-one What's that thing about hugs, physical touch? For right. How We've long? We've talked about that. Eight seconds. Eight seconds. So it sends those all those signals to the brain of love and affection. Dopamine. Yep. Eight, Get right. That dopamine. dopamine. Right. That hit of dopamine. Eight second hugs. Those are huge. I love that. Um, the last thing on here that just kind of ties into what you just said is when it comes to parenting a child with ADHD, modeling is king to teach self-regulation. Absolutely. So, so as we like obviously represent those right behaviors and model those things, they have an example to kind of follow and learn from and having that connection with you. As is with everything in parenting. It's like they are mirroring, blah, 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 I can't say that word, mirroring right. us in like everything. I know. It's crazy. It's it's overwhelming. Down to like the phrases we say, the inflections in I our know. speech. I know. Like it's bizarre how much they mirror us. So I totally agree with that. And then I would also say if it's something that you're debating or if your child has not been diagnosed or maybe you're not comfortable with even going to see a doctor, just start reading and learning about it. Right. Like there are so many good, reputable websites out there now where you can just learn kind of all the physiological things that are going on, how their brain is a little bit different, how their nervous system is different than yours. It'll give you some empathy and some compassion for what they go through on the daily. And then I do think that can really affect your parenting approach in a really positive way if you just have some education around it. Absolutely. The other thing I would point out that I have to talk to here is there are, and these are highly, highly debated topics, and I'm not even going to give an opinion one way or another, but there are medicines now and have been for a long time. For this type of thing. And I guess I would just say, find a really good, reputable doctor that you feel really good about and who you've like done your homework on. Again, I don't know. There are treatments though. And I've even tried different ADH medicine. And I will say, um, like on an as needed basis, it is pretty incredible how it calms my mind down. Like it's crazy. And how I can like really do a task at a time and like complete a task. Like it's bizarre, like just having a little bit of clarity to get my work done. But yeah, I feel like there are awesome resources out there. Do your homework, educate yourself and just find a good support system. This is obviously a very high level discussion of ADHD and just kind of some of our experience here over the last year with things. And then as well, like I do know a few kids in my life pretty directly that kind of are dealing with it. And so, I mean, obviously there are so many there further steps and resources to go through if this is something you're experiencing or you already have. You maybe have an IEP. You might be trying out different medications for you or your child. But of course, this is just kind of a basic streamline. And if you want to, feel free to DM us, DM us for any questions or also seek out maybe a professional for further. But like, I think it's just a really great reminder of like things to look for and things to just kind of always, ha- like you said, kind of have that empathy towards your child or to others that because we don't understand everything they're going through. Yeah, and I think it's like, even bigger than ADHD. I think it's with any 
mental type thing. Right. Not that, I syndrome. hate that word. I yes. hate mental. Well, but just, like right. any quirk or like personality type thing, like it can be hard as a parent to kind of be, have the big picture in mind. Right. But I guess it's just a reminder to you to kind of focus on your relationship with your child. Try and step back from like the specific situation and remember that like there you don't see the world through the exact same lenses right. all the time. I'll, yeah, you I love know what that. I mean? Right. But it can be hard because we also have a job to teach them responsibility and they need to get an education to some degree. So Absolutely. Um, it's very hard. And so we just wanted to encourage you to keep going and I know have some awareness on this subject. Yeah. Before we kick off our hit and miss segment of the episode, we want to remind you about beehivemills.com. Beehive Mills is a mill prep service that prepares and delivers freezer mills straight to your front door. They come frozen with those raw quality ingredients and they're vacuum sealed for freshness that allows them to be stored for up to six months. They can be cooked fresh that day in the crock pot or the Instapot, which I love, and served a variety of ways. So, Sarah, what was your favorite meal, like your kid's favorite meal? What did they like the most? I loved, I already mentioned it, but I love the barbecue pork sliders. Yeah. I just think it's so yummy, and it's something I always forget about to cook, and I just love the Hawaiian rolls, the red onion on top. It's just so easy, so delicious. I love it. What about you? They loved the orange chicken. I mean, they could eat that like every day. They're so funny, but it was so good. So good. And I mean, even like just the chilies were so great. And I mean, we love soup on like a cold day just through the holidays. It's been so fun. My husband's favorite was the carne asada. We Mm, are heavy on the Mexican food in my house. Totally. And he is a straight up snob about it. So the fact that he was impressed tells you something. I mean, no lie, Lauren. He got a tortilla press. For Christmas. I'm oh not gosh, I'm not exaggerating. So fun. Like from Mexico. He is hand making corn oh tortillas my in my house. I'm impressed. I'm like a little scared and concerned. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but it went great with the carne asada. They've been recognized as one of Utah's fastest growing companies. And they're a best of state winner in two categories, Lauren mill delivery and food manufacturing and processing. That's big. Right. They're new to Arizona. So it's only been delivering here in the Valley for a few um, weeks. So you want to book out and see if, you know, you you want to try it out, see if there's a date available, check out their menus. And again, it's delivered right to your door. So it's super convenient. You can keep it in your freezer so you're ready to eat. And like I said, direct to the crock pot. I mean, you have like a delicious dinner to serve for the family with little to no effort. Super quality. Head over to beehivemills.com. And once you go check it all out, make sure to enter promo code THEMOMVOICE for 5% off your total order. It works out to be around $10, depending on the size. And we really do think you're going to love this service. All right, girl. Well, let's wrap this one up with our hits and misses of the week. What was your miss? I guess my miss would just be like, my head just felt like it was spinning all week. It just has felt like such a crazy, I mean, it's going to go right along with my hit, I guess, in a way, but like, oh my gosh, it's just, this year has felt more jam-packed for me than many years of the past because all my sisters are in town this well, year. you're talking about the holidays. Yes, yeah. the holidays. Yeah. Of just the last two weeks of like winter break was just go, 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 go. And nothing I can't like can truly complain about. It just felt kind of wild at times and all my sisters were in town for Christmas and then most of my husband's brothers were in town and then on top of that we had some extended family occasions that we normally don't and like compared to last year where no one came to town from my sisters so it just was like a next level year. And does it mean you're just like falling into bed exhausted feet hurt every night? Yes Yes. it does. (laughs) I am just crawling to the bed like oh my gosh I, I just like barely keeping my head above water. And like, again, I hate even complaining because that sounds so stupid, but it just was kind of, I guess, on on the miss perspective, it just felt like crazy town. And I, I never that. like like feeling crazy, you know? Yeah. Who does? Nobody. So I, I know. Mean, going back to school this next week will feel feel good, obviously. I mean, I hope we're like all well rested, but it will feel good to get back to like life a little it's bit. It's kind of where 
the schedule kind of feels comfortable sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Just the consistency, right. the expectation of life. Like, For it's sure. nice, you know? For sure. Well, my miss was somewhat epic, Lauren. Oh my gosh, I already told you about this, so act surprised. But Christmas night, we all had a wonderful Christmas, and ours was a pretty quiet Christmas, actually, but it was great. And we all go to bed, I don't know, whatever. The kids went to bed at like a normal time. Jeremy and I watched a movie or something. Come like midnight, one o'clock, you wake up. I wake up to Kate bedside. Oh my gosh. And it was like jarring. Yes, I swear. I'm you so over the, the haunting kids standing <laughs> yeah. next to my bed. I know. Like I'm shocked I'm not scarred by that at this know, point. Right. It just freaks me the heck out. And I had my earbuds in because I was watching a show and I fell asleep and so she legit took one of my earbuds out. Oh. It's like even next level. Like, ah, somebody's attacking me. The chills. Yeah. No. So she's like, mom, mom, you know, it's the throw up. I've got, oh. I'm, I'm throwing up and I'm like, oh no. So like jump out of bed. Of course, Jeremy's like still snoring. And I'm like, okay, here we go. It was pretty bad, Lauren. It was like a lot, a lot of vomit. Sorry. Yeah. For like two hours. No, I can't. Oh, God. I mean, it was like every 30 minutes, you know, she would kind of like, oh, here it comes. And I said, this is so TMI. I had to get a trash bag, you guys. And I cupped a trash bag airplane style around her. She was so thrown off. She's like, where's the bowl? I'm like, screw a bowl. We don't have time for that. (laughs) It's like, where's the projectile at this point? I'm grabbing trash bags. What is so funny so gnarly. about the puke bowl? Blech. The puke bowl. I think I saw like a Instagram I the follow. Bowl. It talks about the bowl Blech. that is like the salad bowl by day and oh, the puke bowl by night. So bad. Like it is so funny because I can think of specifically a purple plastic like bowl that we had in my childhood home that was kind of just the puke bowl. Ours is red. Was it? Yeah. Oh, totally. But I don't use just, it at day. Okay, that's good. Can we Mm-mm. just say let's designate that to like the dungeon oh, and it's only used for the puke bowl? It totally is. Because it is so funny so to think vile. of like, oh, the puke bowl. Oh. So that was my night. I was then curled up in her bed with her the rest of the night. And I was kind of worried it was like going to be the flu. You know what I mean? But she never ran a temp. And the next day she's just fine. Like totally fine. so crazy. Well, no, I, I just Bizarre. like I start twitching at the thought of it also. And then just those long nights when you have a kid throwing up and they're waking you up, like you said, every 30 minutes on the so clock hard. and you feel so bad for them. But you're also like you're not sleeping like no. barely a blink. And mm-hmm. that is just literally my oh. hell on earth. I, I think it really is. The pukes through the night. You're exhausted. They're puking. And then. The best part about it is if it's truly the flu, you know you're going to be puking the next I night. Know. And you just know it's coming. You just accept it's, your it's, fate. It's, it is. It's a dreadful fate. And dad just never gets it. And dad's just snoring. <laughs> and he's like, I got to go to work. So I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, me. yeah, just sleep. <laughs> I volunteer. I take me as tribute. I will work. <laughs> I will do anything. Don't leave this to me. <laughs> no, the worst. Let's just share all our vomit stories. The worst is when they don't sit up in time and it oh. like gets in the hair oh. and the sheets and the mattress pad oh. Oh. and all oh. the th- and it's just, and the to smell. Listening the to smell, oh. Lauren. It's, it is it like le- if you if it makes its way to the mattress, you're screwed because oh. that vomit smell, that and pee, man, that ammonia smell and pee. Oh, I want to burn the mattress down at that point. Burn it down. I'm Get not even down. kidding. I know. So gross. It's so bad. So that was my miss on Christmas night. Thank goodness oh, it wasn't Christmas Eve. I, or Yeah. Oh, oh Jeremy my. and I both were like, I'm so glad this wasn't last night. Girlfriend. No, it is literally like the miracle. Like I just hold my breath. Literally between the 50 extended cousins we've seen this it's week. It's so true though. I hold my breath every time. Please, please don't get the flu. Please don't get the well, flu. Well, because you've had your handful oh, of have. experiences. Thankfully, never over Christmas because it's really like just get me through Christmas and then I'll take it for what it is, whatever. But like, please don't ruin the Christmas for them more so than even me. And I'm like, oh, so we made it through another one. We made oh, it through we another made it. Because I can vividly remember one year I had the flu on Christmas and I was like, I was a kid. Oh, I was like okay. 13 I was or like, 14 or something, 13 probably. And I was like, you know, locked, quarantined before I knew what that was, quarantined to my parents' bedroom. And I was watching a show laying on the floor. I remember specifically that I had thrown up ramen. That was the first thing I threw up. I couldn't eat ramen for years. Really? The funny thing is I was so 
hungry and dehydrated, you know, all I wanted, I can remember this. All I wanted was an apple. Like the idea of a juicy apple. I remember being like, I just want to eat food. I just wanted apples. And oh, you you just can't keep anything (sighs) down. You know, you're just like, have you ever had food poisoning? True oh, blue. Where's the wood? Where's the wood? Not, no. Okay. no. I have not. You I have haven't? Never. I have <gasps> never. I know it's Well, horrible. I think I've only had it once in my adult life. I got it off a Rubio's fish burrito. And guys, I've never eaten there since. Like, I loved it too. Like, you that guys love oh, Rubio's. We haven't been there since. Oh, it was my. the most violent, violent thing I've ever experienced in my life. Where oh. your body is purging the devil, Lauren. Yes, yes. Exorcist I've heard that. style. Exorcist it's style. It's like next <laughs> level. I'm not, I will, it's burned in my brain. I will oh, never I've forget that. that. I've heard that. It yeah. is pure hell torture. Like you don't feel human anymore. You're like, just take, just me. take me now. Just take me now. No, Let I will never end. forget it. Like oh. that is burned in my brain, hardcore. And I will, I've never eaten at that place again. I loved it too. No uh, yeah, offense, you, I can remember that. I we can remember hardcore. you loved Rubio's. Oh, yeah, man, it's gnarly. I hope you never get it. Oh. So bad. Okay. okay, moving on. What was your hit of the week? My hit was, I'm just going to scale back to Christmas again. And my kids, <laughs> I can't believe it. I got them a hamster. Yes, and you did. They Tell us like kind of the story. So excited about it. I learned it. a fun fact about hamsters. What? Which one? They can't live together. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to get my twins two hamsters. And I had only gotten one cage and I'm like, I'm not buying another cage. So I was like, I'll just get two hamsters. Yeah, she did tell me the 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 pet smart people told me hamsters cannot live together. They will kill each other. That is crazy. <laughs> And so we only got one and they're going to share it, but they were just so over the moon excited, so excited. But I have to laugh, getting that hamster, the PetSmart people were acting like I was adopting a child. No. The stuff, the rundown, I had to sign things and sign my life away. more than you went home with your baby, more paperwork? Yes, pretty much. No. They had to go walk me through the aisle of like, they need a vitamin C chew once a week. They need chew sticks. Oh, they're upselling you. That's what they're doing. They're like, this hay that goes on top of like the little wood chippy things, this hay helps their like immunity. It's hypoallergenic. And then this seed, this is a better for their... And no joke, she didn't say it to me because I would have laughed in her face. But she said it to my sister-in-law. She said that sometimes that'll be good to like regularly take her to the vet to get her teeth checked. I was like, she did not say that to you. She didn't say it to me because it's a rodent. It's a rodent. And granted, their teeth are like real teeth, but it's like I will not be taking her to the vet for her teeth. To get them dental checked. Wait, oh, what is the lifespan on a hamster? It can be a few years. It can be. Um, okay. Who was telling me? Maybe it was my niece had it for like two years. But they also can easily die too. Yeah. You can easily squeeze them. They can get, get out. They can. Wait, did you just like squeeze? Squeeze. Who she just it? did like a Someone motion. Someone told like me that just they squeeze like their eyeballs out pop of- out. Their eyeballs pop Lauren? out. Gross. But my kids aren't going to do that. They're 10, thankfully. They're very what capable. What if Gus gets a hold of it? Oh, yeah. No, and right, has right. a meal. Right. I know. That's like, another death, Thanksgiving. death trap. That's absolutely true. How's so, he no, feeling about the hamster? No, he Confused? can smell it. He can smell it. And he'll kind of like, when we first like set it up the night, night of, he could like, he could tell where it was. And I put it up high. But he never like barked or climbed, but he could like tell something was going on. Then George thought that he knew that something was coming and he was jealous. I was like, oh my gosh, you're so reading into that. I just love that George is the and dog George whisperer. Is like, I know George is like, Gus knows something's up. He knows there's another pet here. He's he's <laughs> he's pouting. I was like, no, he's not. He's like, yeah, I think he is. I was like, I don't even care. That is so ridiculous. So I'm like, funny. it's a hamster. Yeah. So we'll probably leave it in her room, maybe in the laundry room, but they're going to be very regular on changing it out and cleaning it and feeding it and taking care of it. And what I mean, if they there's- don't, Lauren? Are you going to step in or just let nature? What if they don't? That's what I said about my dog. I'm like, you guys, you're killing me. You have not picked up poop. You have not taken the dog. I am doing everything for the dog. But will they not feed her? No. Oh, see, my kids are very, today, Bible, today, Bible, Evelyn said, we ran out of dog food last night. So this morning I was kind of panicked. I was like, oh, shoot. And I was like, just giving them like slices of turkey. Like, I got to go to the store and get some food. And so on the way home, I had picked up Evie from her cousins and she goes, did you get Gus food? I go, Oh, yes, I did. I got to get it home. Let's go get. It. She's like, 
I and she goes, oh my gosh, mom. So did you feed him breakfast? Has he eaten today? Oh. I go, yes, he ate something. Okay. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you. I go, I was worried about feeding my four children, not the dog. She goes, no, the dog needs to eat first. She said that. I was oh. like, Evelyn, the dog does not need to eat first. Evie. And she's like, yes, it does. And I'm like, oh. okay, I got the bag of food. It's right here. Come oh on. Oh my come on, let's gosh. Go like she was like, she said that today. She I was dying. She is George. I was dying. She's a dog she, person. They, they, they do cared that much for him. I'm proud of them. That's Mine crazy. Do not. And it's <laughs> annoying. All right. Well, my hit um, is my landed. I've just got to brag on him. I, I don't know if I'm like doing a really bad job that he's turned into this like peaceful middle child. I don't really know. Maybe I'm not giving him enough attention or something, but he is just like just the easiest. I don't know. I was just really surprised over the winter break super like loving. It's like something came over him. He was like giving hugs, like as we're all opening presents, going around and hugging his siblings. He's very quick to say thank you for things now. I'm just like, it's just bizarre. And Jeremy and I sometimes look at him and we're like, who would have thought? Because when he was a toddler, who would have thought? Wow. He was hard. Yeah. He was so hard. So I don't know. I just feel like, you know, kids go in these phases. Yes. I just have to give him a shout out because he is just being so responsible and like just so good right now. And my Lukey is just being so naughty right now. Not Mm, not next level. He's just being a little toot. Like he's just, oh, and he thinks he's so cute too. And he'll just smile as you're getting on to him. Just smile at you. And oh, that makes my blood boil. But it's so funny. Exactly. The exact... As I think of your three children, and I'm going to lump my twins in as the third, like the second child, mine would be the same exact. I mean, the oldest, our oldest are just so like feisty and needing and demanding. Those middle ones are so much more at peace and easygoing and peacemakers. And the last ones are just feisty, want to get after you, attention, spoiled, like to the T. It's like crazy. I was going to say Landon's a middle child. They're peacemakers. Oh, he's such a middle child. And it's like bizarre. And I feel like my Kate, she is very much kind of of coming into this tween, preteen mode. Just kind of demanding and all about her and him. It's new for me. I'm trying to navigate it a little. And just the emotion. Maybe it's a girl thing. I don't know. But yeah, it's just funny how, you know, we laugh that none of the kids can never just all be easy on the same week. Right. Luke has just been a little too, but one I had our, to shout One out. of our best episodes probably truly is, is the birth, birth order. order. Totally. And you guys have to go listen to it if you haven't. Yeah. Man, it would be great to redo that now that our kids are even a few years older because it would be. you see they come to light so much more now. And it would be so true though. Oh, Every single crazy. thing we said. It's crazy. It's crazy smart. So anyway. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do us for this week's episode. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you had a great Christmas, holiday season, and a very happy new year. We wish you all the best. Hey, go set some goals. Just because we aren't doesn't mean you can't. (laughs) Right? Take our lack of motivation and motivate you. (laughs) We're that podcast. (laughs) Just speak truth. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have a great week. If you don't mind, head over, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review if you don't mind. And you can find us on Instagram, TikTok at The Mom Voice Podcast. All right. We'll see you next Monday. All right. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.